Hey, stop me if you've heard this one. Why does it seem that nobody has any foresight this year? Because 2020 is hindsight. Oh, and I'm even including President Trump this time because it looks like those lockdown consequences are starting to bite hard. And if you're somebody who wants our president to win again later this year, well, it's time for you to start doing your best Jerry Maguire impersonations. Help me help you. Help me help you. Show me the MAGA. Show me the MAGA! Hello, everyone. Thanks for checking out this podcast. My name is Dave, and this is Right All Week. Please remember to like, subscribe, and share, and you know the drill. Also, check us out. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. The username is at Red All Week, where we can interact with you. We would be so grateful if you would share us with your friends. And if you would like to send us an email, the address is rightallweek at gmail.com. And if you have a question you would like to have the right answer sent to you, that is the place. And today we are going to talk about, well, the consequences of lockdown. 2020 because we are starting to see the numbers pouring in. It is pretty devastating. It is disastrous and the consequences that we are going to see are going to be pretty dangerous. As we can see the reports coming out now from the Bureau of Labor Statistics and some of the other economists are looking at the situation now and it is pretty devastating from what we can tell. We are now looking at a new record unemployment month from April. You didn't even have the whole month of April documented officially and it is 10 times the previous record month. All the way back to World War II we had two and a half million people who filed for unemployment in one month. Well, we blew that away already back in the beginning of COVID. And now, well, we've got a whole new record month, 10 times that amount in the month of April. Actually, if you look at the beginning of the lockdown till now, it's probably close to something like the, well, the official number and the actual number is kind of hard to see the difference. But according to Bureau of Labor Statistics, 22 and a half million people and from non-farm, I don't know why they split that, but that's how they do it. 22 and a half million people filing for unemployment in the month of April. And that is just amazing to see. And we can now say that just from the time that we officially shut things down to stop the spread of COVID-19 and prevent the overflowing of the hospitals. Up until now, we've lost more jobs than we created since the quote-unquote Great Recession uh, that came as a result of 9-11 way back. So we are looking at unbelievable economic problems. We're also seeing now a new recession that has been triggered as a result of this uh, because, interesting to see now, that uh, the Q1 now, and this year, 2020, is already reporting low. We can see a recession is beginning. And interesting to note, the number one sector reporting the greatest losses is, get this, the health sector. Health and medical is the highest losses or the lowest drop in income or profit uh, now, which is crazy because, hey, the reason we did this is because we were predicting a surge in the need of health and medical because of coronavirus, COVID-19, SARS-2 epidemic. Pick your favorite name there. So in the midst of an epidemic, 
and the health and medical, what we have this situation, we also now have a recession that if the greatest profit loss margin, whatever pick, you know, your favorite terminology there, the recession is being led by the health sector as well in the midst of a health medical pandemic. And uh, that's amazing to see because while we are not overrunning the hospitals with COVID-19 patients, we're also not doing lots of services. We're not seeking people out. Well, the elective services are also not being performed. That's obvious. But then also the non-essential services are also not being performed. And the definition of non-essential has actually been very broad. And there's a lot of people who actually normally would have been getting treated for things. They've not been getting treated. And then on top of that, because there's been a lot of fear pumped into the community, people are afraid to go and seek treatment because they've been told coronavirus, SARS-2, COVID-19 is so dangerous. If you go to the hospital, you're going to get exposed to it. So people are also choosing not to seek treatment for things that they might otherwise have sought. So... There's a, a big loss now and leading the recession is the health and medical community. So a new recession, massive drop in unemployment, and the, the uh, in addition to this, now top on me this, if you follow and see what else is happening, well, lack of demand for a lot of commodities and a lot of resources. And people are reporting, and this is in the farm side now, the uh, farmers are dumping Tons, and that's not just a figure of speech, literally dumping tons of product. Now see that as also months and in some cases years of things that they have had to work to produce. So they work for months or years to bring a product to market. And because we have told everybody to stay home, don't go to work, don't go out to eat, don't go to ex do exchanges for goods. Now the farmers can't actually move all of their products. So they are literally dumping tons of it. Yeah, there's, there's nobody to sell it to. So it's getting wasted, literally getting wasted. Now the future of this decision is also disastrous. What's going to happen then is when these things don't get used, they, they'll they never make it into the supply chain. And you're going to see this, if already some people have already started to report this, where the stores are going to have to do then because they will never have brought enough of uh, the selling it now to bring it into later. Uh, the, the whole distribution gets disrupted. So eventually it's going to be down to kind of like it was with toilet paper. We're going to have to limit the amount of stuff that you can buy because there's only so much of it to go around. This is a really good time for people to go out and get this first here for you folks. This is probably going to be more in the future, but here's the first for right all week. It's time for an endorsement. I'm going to endorse Soul's book, economics go get basic economics so that you can understand the what happens when you've got a limited supply of things finite resources and, we're, and that's what's going to happen here we're going to actually we're reducing the number of resources to go around because we're dumping and destroying it because the farmers can't get it out to market now which means there's going to be less of it later and because there's not enough of a demand for it now and when the time comes to the, because the supply is being 
choked off now. There's going to be more consequences later. This is what's going to happen. And other consequences that you begin to see. There are companies that are shutting down. I've already tweeted about this when the first big name came up. But here's the other thing. You're not seeing the little names. There's so people who are overlooking it in your own communities. People that you probably just drive around. You didn't see Bob's Mart. You didn't see Joe's Services. You didn't see Mom and Pop's Restaurant closed down. They were there before and maybe you overlooked them always never even you know stopped in but there were people in that community who enjoyed what they had and now that they're gone you just never knew but they're history now and there are going to be bigger names who they're going to be gone too but here's the thing the reason why the unemployment is so high is because the bigger companies are trying to survive and this is how they do it people us human resources we are one of the biggest expenses that they have so how do they survive by cutting off the expense so we unload the human resources we unload that expense and that is how the companies are trying to make sure that the company is still there later whenever these ridiculous situation now with the lockdown and all this when we decide we're going to finally be done opening everything that they can still be around and bring people back and open up again and do business again and be in a free-ish market again that's what they're hoping to do be there when it's finally time to go back into full-blown business they're trying to do that and that's why they're unloading their biggest expenses by unloading people and it sounds brutal to say that but that's all they're trying to do uh but you can only do that for so long. Eventually, some of the other big expenses, which are like, you know, hey, I got to pay for all these massive buildings I got. The bigger business you are, the more physical property you have. And that stuff eventually also becomes just as big a burden. And we've seen places like J. Crew filing for, you know, Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And that's just the first one that I heard of. There will be more. You will see it. Just mark it down. Dave said it. And, uh, I'm ready to, to not eat my words on that one. So it's going to see more of these places saying, hey, we can't do it anymore. We're going to go into history. They're going to fade into obscurity. And eventually we'll just forget that they ever were. But these are also consequences of this lockdown. The lockdown consequences are going to be brutal. They're going to be severe. Supply is a part of it. Unemployment is a part of it. GDP is a part of it. And what do we need to do? We need to say enough is enough. We need to get back out there. It's time to MAGA. This is an open letter to the president. No more of this. We need to go back out there. We need to get to work. We need to push the pedal to the metal. And we need to do it like we've never done it before, okay? president was doing great before all of this. He was pushing the market in every possible conceivable way. Every metric that you could use to measure the economic success of a president, he had it going. And you know what? He needs to go back to that. And he needs to turn it up to 11 so that we can do it even better than we've done it before. Because we need the most winningest, best wins won that a president has ever done. I'm ready to go, Mr. President. Let's go MAGA. Let's go make America great again. But here, I'm not just saying it as somebody who's got no ideas. Okay? Here's the ideas. Here's the strategy for Mr. President Trump. Let's do America. Let's make America great again. Let's do it this way. Let's actually not do it like Ron DeSantis is. Even though I'm partial to Ron DeSantis' strategy because we get to debunk all of the fear-mongering of the uh, COVID-19 lockdown for Evs, guys. Um, as much as I love that, um, I don't think that's actually going to work for president. So let's do this version for the president. The president needs to take the win. Take the win. You know what we did? We shut it all down and we saved 
2 million Americans plus, right? We definitely saved at least 2 million Americans lives because that's what we do. We are the most life-saving presidency in the history of America. And you know what now we need to do? We need to be the most economy-saving presidency in the history of America. And that's what they're going to do. So when they start ramping it up, we've got we're going to all the plants. We're going to open all the doors and we're going to push the pedal to the metal. It's all about the economy now because it's time to save the lifestyles of Americans. It's time to save their homes. It's time to save their jobs. It's time to save their welfare because we've already saved the lives, right? So let's go back. Now we've done shifting from lives to livelihood and time to shift the messaging. And every time one of those leftist bleeding heart progressive mediaites wants to ask a question, well, what about coronavirus? The answer is the same. Oh, we already saved 2 million lives because we are the most life-saving White House presidency ever in the history of America. Just make them choke on that message over and over and over again so they're just scared to ask the question. Are you sure it's too soon? Are you sure it's safe? Oh, we saved 2 million lives. Just make them scared to ask the question because you're just going to stick to that that uh talking point because you've already done it. We did the lockdowns. We flattened the curve. We slowed the spread. None of the hospitals were overwhelmed because we are that good. We never had a shortage of ventilators because we're awesome. We saved so many people. I'm, I'm recommending this as someone who didn't believe in any of it, but that's the right kind of messaging to put the president where he needs to be to win again. And that's what he needs to do. It's time to MAGA. Let's go MAGA. Make America great again. Put this message out there. Take the W as the most life-saving presidency that ever was a presidency in America, saving the most Americans that ever got saved, and then go save the economy. We're pushing the pedal to the metal. We're going to make America greater than ever, and we're going to start freaking yesterday, and it's going to be fantastic. Believe me, folks. So that's what we need you to do, Mr. President. So if you're still watching this video. I want to thank you very much, but I'm also going to ask you, please, please, please share this with all your friends because they need to know that it's time to go because if we don't, we're all going to be living on welfare checks very, very soon and all the money's going to be gone very, very soon because all of the trends are in a tank and we don't want to go down in the tank. We want to get back out there and save America while there's still America to save. So thank you very much for watching. I'm Dave. This is Right All Week where we talk about what's right, how it's right, and why it matters. <laughs>